Welcome back to Fire on the Field, and I'm your host, Tony Hope, or you can also call me Duke. Um, I'm uh, here on this episode. We're going to pick. I decided to do my top five college football games to watch. And if you're in the local Austin, Mississippi area or anywhere in North Mississippi, um, I pick my top five high school football games I recommend you go um, see. So, but first, let me start off by saying thank you to all the listeners who have been listening so far. I appreciate um, the ears. Um, send me some encouragement uh, words to help me get better at this podcast. And uh, I, I, like I said, I appreciate the listeners. And let's get into it. My first college football game that that I was interested in. Oregon at Ohio State comes on at 12 p.m. noon on Fox in Columbus, Ohio. Um, let's get into the keys of the game for Oregon. The keys to the game for Oregon is since they're on the road, they need to start off fast. You can't go into a road game flat. So the thing for Oregon on offense and defense is they need to start off fast. On defense, Oregon needs to create turnovers and steal possessions so that offense can keep Ohio State's offense off the field. The defense needs to create turnovers for the offense. Um, also, control the clock. Even though Oregon is a fast-paced offense, they, I believe that the way they can win this game is by controlling the clock, slowing down the tempo a little bit. Um... Also, get the running game going. Um, Oregon needs to slowly but surely get the running game going to to um, help the passing game. So there's the keys for Oregon, for Ohio State. Keys to win. Get the running game going, so it'll help the young freshman quarterback get himself get himself in motion and into the game. And um, no, hopefully the running game will help settle him down. Cause the last week he had a tough first half against Minnesota. So hopefully they start off with the run to calm him down and do some short passes, intermediate passes, to get him going. And again, also like get CJ CJ Stroud to a faster start, but. Also, get him in. What, what, what can I say? Get him into good short throws to get his confidence going, so he can he can throw those long passes down the field and he can make better decisions. And also, the defensive line needs to get a better pass rush than they did in the first half against Minnesota last week. Okay, for the spread. You have Oregon plus 14.5, negative 115. The over, 64, negative 110. The money line for Oregon plus plus 525. For Ohio State, the spread is negative 14.5, negative 105. The over, 64, negative 10, negative 110. 
and the money line is negative 750. The key players for Oregon on offense are Anthony Brown, running back C.J. Verdell, and Tony Franklin. The key players for Oregon on defense, uh, Kavion Thibodeau, he's day-to-day. We're not sure if he's going to be able to play, but I still highlight him as a key player for Oregon on defense. Also, cornerback Steve Steve Stephens and cornerback Dante Manning. For Ohio State, the key players for them on offense, quarterback C.J. Stroud, Rob receiver Chris Olive, and Rob receiver Garrett Wilson. And on defense for Ohio State, defensive tackle Haskell Garrett, Safety Josh Proctor and also defensive end Zach Harrison. Now for not now for my prediction on this game. I've been on the fence about it because these two teams have two different playing styles. So I'm I was thinking it will be fast paced, but then again I think it'll be slow paced depending on how many tur- turnovers happen in this game. But with that being said, I picked Ohio State to win 42-38. Again, that game comes on at 12 o'clock p.m. noontime on Fox at Buckeye Stadium. Game number two, we have NC State at Mississippi State. The game will be 6 p.m. on ESPN2 in Starville, Mississippi at Davis Wade Stadium. Starting quarterback for NC State will be Devin Leary. The keys to the game for NC State. Start off fast on offense. Create or make it difficult for the Bulldogs to move the ball on defense. When I say that, I mean uh, NC State defense needs to make it tough for the Bulldogs offense to move the ball. And lastly, the North Carolina State offense needs to protect the ball and control the clock. For Mississippi State, the starting quarterback will be Will Rogers, keys to the game for Mississippi State. Get pressure on the quarterback. They have Mississippi State has an outstanding defensive line, but they need to do a better job of uh, creating pressure on the quarterback. Because last week they had a tough time in the first first and mid second half creating pressure on the quarterback. Mississippi State offense need to get down the field. Get fast paced and get down the field in an area offense. And also, steal possessions with great special teams play. If they have to punt it on fourth down, uh, they need to uh, get. Let's see. They need to just, again, just steal possessions, get turnovers for the offense so they can score, and uh, get down the field and keep the NC State offense off the field. The key players for NC State, number 54, Dylan McMahon, number 90, defensive end, Savion Jackson, number 52, defensive tackle, C.J. Clark, and number 14, Porter Rooks. The key players for Mississippi State, number 2, Will Rogers, the quarterback, number 31, Jalen Wiley, the running back, number 5, Malik. Malik Heath, receiver, and number 50, Kobe Jones, the DN.
the money line for this game. Mississippi State, negative 40. 40 to win 100. One, 140 to win 100. Excuse me. Oh, this is NC State. Excuse me. NC, again, NC State, 100 and neg- 140. That's a negative 140. 140 to win 100 for Mississippi State. Plus 115. Bet 100 to win 115. The over is 55.5. Negative 108. Bet to win 108 to win 100. The under is 55.5. Negative 112. Bet 112 to win 100. Now, for this game, my prediction, um, I was thinking that Mississippi State would get off to a better start and win this game at home. They should win this game at home. But NC State is a difficult opponent, so I think it will be a close game. Uh, I predict Mississippi State to win 24 NC State 21. Again, if you're interested in watching this game, it will be on at 6 p.m. on ESPN2 in Starkville, Mississippi. Game number three. Oh, before I get to game number three, both of those teams are one and going into this game. And I didn't announce the record for Ohio State and Oregon, so forgive me for that. Both of them are also 1-0 going into this game. Game number three. The Texas Longhorns are 1-0 traveling to Fayetteville, Arkansas to face the Arkansas Razorbacks, which are also 1-0. That game will be at 6 p.m. on ESPN. The keys to the game for Texas. Limit turnovers on offense. The Arkansas defense is very feisty. When I say feisty, they, they are aggressive. And they like creating turnovers. So, Texas needs to limit the uh, turnovers and score some points. Slow down Arkansas's running attack. Arkansas has a great running attack. So, Texas, the D-line needs to get pressure upfield to create turnovers and slow that offense down and get off the field on third down. For Texas also, they need to make it count in the red zone. They... They need to, every time they get into the red zone, they need to score touchdowns because Arkansas is a tough team to play at home. Keys to the game for Arkansas. Control the tempo on offense. Control the clock. Arkansas is a running team. They need to get the running game off to a fast start. So they can also control the clock and limit turnovers as well. Uh, the quarterback, K.J. Jefferson, is outstanding. Uh, Player from North North Panola, um, so hope he 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 needs to keep in mind that to win this game he needs to limit his turnovers. The money line for this game: Texas negative two hundred and sixty. Bet two hundred and sixty to win a hundred for Arkansas plus two hundred five. Bet a hundred to win two hundred five against the spread. Texas, negative 6.5, negative 115, bet to win 115 to win 100. Arkansas, plus 6.5, negative 
105. Bet 105 to win 100. The over under 57.5. The over negative 105. Bet 105 to win 100. Under negative 115. Bet 115 to win 100. The key players for Texas. Number 17, Cameron Dicker, the kicker. Number six, raw receiver, Josh Moore. And number one, Hudson Card, the quarterback. And for Arkansas, I say number one, KJ Jefferson. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, KJ Jefferson, number one. Number 22, running back, Traylon Smith. And number 16, Traylon Burke, a receiver. Now, for this game, this is a, this is a rival game. So, this game is going to be played with a lot of emotion. Very intense. The energy will be high, high and up. So, with this prediction, I think it's going to be a close game, and I predict that Arkansas will come out the winner, thirty to twenty-seven. The next game I'm going to pick is Iowa at Iowa State. It'll be played at four thirty p.m. on ABC at Ames, Iowa. It it uh the keys the game keys to the game for Iowa. Create turners on defense. Stop the run. Keep quarterback clean in the pocket. Get the running game going. Keys to the game for Iowa State. Start off fast to get the home crown involved. Get out the field on third down on defense. Flip, flip field position with great special team play. The kicker is important uh, for this game. Whatever well, game, the kicker is important, especially in punting situations. So I believe that the key for Iowa to win this game is the kicker needs to uh, make sure that his head is right, that he can make great punts uh, to put Iowa in dire situations, and hopefully Iowa State can come out. The money line for this game, Iowa plus, one, plus 160, bet 100 to win 160, Iowa State. Negative 200, bet 200 to win 100. Against the spread, Iowa plus 4.5, negative 112, bet 112 to win 100. The over, 44.5, over, negative 117, bet 117 to win 100. The under, negative 103, bet 103 to win 100. Key players, key players for Iowa's defense. Number 97, Zach Vendor, Ben Valkenberg, excuse me. Number 31, Jack, Bell, Jack Campbell. And number 44, Seth Benson. And for Iowa State's defense, number 8, Cordarius Bailey, defensive end. Number 13, Deshaun Davis, a linebacker. And number 14, cornerback, Michael Antone. 
key offensive players to look out for for Iowa State. Number 15, quarterback Brock Purdy. Number 2, Sean Shaw Jr., receiver. And number 28, running back Bruce Brees Hall. Key players to look out for for Iowa. Number 7, quarterback Cordelia. Number 15, Tyler Goodson, running back. And number 3, Tyrone Tracy Jr., receiver. Again, before I say my pick, this game will be on at 4.30 on ABC and in Ames, Iowa, which is Iowa State's football stadium, whatever you know what I mean. So, for this game, again, it's another rivalry game, a tough-fought game. It's always been played throughout the years. Um, I'm going to go with Iowa State 38, Iowa 31. The next game on this list, in the final, the fifth game that I'm interested in, in terms of college football this weekend, Missouri at Kentucky. It's in Lizard, Kentucky. It will be coming on at 7.30 p.m. on SEC Network. Keys to the game for Mizzou. Be aggressive on offense. You're on the road. Take chances. Take risks. Um... Like I said, create turnovers, create extra possessions for your offense, um, limit penalties on both sides of the ball, um, and keep Kentucky's offense out of the red zone. It might be tough to do, but limit their, their time in the red zone. For uh, Kids for Kentucky, quarterback must eliminate bad throws. Defense needs to get out the field on third down, and quarterback needs to make solid choices Throwing the ball. Needs to make pure and accurate decisions throwing the football. The money line for this game. Mizzou, plus 170, bet 100 to win 170. Kentucky, negative 210, bet 210 to win 100. Against the spread. Mizzou, plus 4.5, negative 10, negative 110, excuse me. Bet 110 to win 100. For Kentucky, negative 4.5, negative 110. Bet 110 to win 100. The over, 52.5, negative 110. Bet to bet 110 to win 100. The under, 52.5, negative 110. Bet 110 to win 100. My prediction for this game, I predict that um, Mizzou will come out on top on the road, 35 to 30. The key offensive player, the key players, excuse me, for Missouri, number 48, look out for him, Nico, Nico He, he's a tight end. Look out for number nine, Isaiah McGuire, he's a defensive end. Number one, Jalen Carlis, he's a cornerback. Number one, Tyler Batty. He's a running back from Missouri as well. Um, number five, Mookie, Mookie Copper. I mean, Mookie Cooper, excuse me, a receiver. Sorry to put your name, sir. Um, and number eight, Connor Basilock, quarterback from Missouri. Key players for Kentucky. Look out for number 24, running back Chris Rodriguez. Number 13, J.J. Weaver, defensive end linebacker. Number five, DeAndre Square, defensive tackle. 
Number 81, Isaiah Epps. He's a receiver. And starting quarterback, number 7, Will Levis. Now, to my top five high school games that I recommend you go to. Um, if you're in the area, like I said, if you're in the North North Mississippi area and you're looking for some games to check out, I have some for you if you're interested. Number game number one. The Fed Commodores, they're one and one. Coming off a big win against Horn Lake. They won thirty eight to seven. Uh they're they're hosting the South Haven Chargers. They're also one and one. They're coming off a loss against a team to six loss against Columbus. The game will be seven PM. It will be streamed on the LAFCO dot live if you're interested in watching it from your phone or computer or whatever. The South Haven Chargers. Head, they're, they're led by head coach Eddie Stevenson. He's in his fourth year. 10 to 20, 10 over 21 overall. Last year, they went 4 and 5 overall. Fifth in, in Region 6. In Region 1, 6A, excuse me. They missed the playoffs. Now, here, if you're interested in going to this game, you're like, hey, who are some of their top players that they're on? Who who are some top players that I need to look out for for South Haven? Well, I don't I have the names, but I don't have to have the roster number, so excuse me for that. Dean Aaron Bryan, quarterback Jacqueline Robinson, uh and defensive back John Slaughter. South Haven takes the trip to William L. Buford Stadium. Looking to bounce back from a 10 to 6 loss in Columbus last Friday. Now, the Fed Commodores are led by head coach Michael Fair. Last year they missed the playoffs due to COVID. Now you're wondering, well, the Fed, who should I be looking out for? Who should, who should I watch? Tell me what. Who are some key guys on that team I should be looking out for? Well, let me tell you. Number seven, DJ Burgess, defensive end. He's a Southern Miss commit. Number 15, Jay Reed, a bruising running back. He's a he's a bowling ball, per se. He, he doesn't go down easy. So, if you're looking for a good running, if you're looking for that, that that's your guy. Number 12, Will Dabney. He's the starting quarterback. And number four, Mario Wilburn. Middle linebacker, also a running back as well. He's, he's a Southern Miss, Miss commit as well. The Commodores look to continue their winning ways against a young Chargers squad. My prediction for this game, I think it's going to be a tough, hard-nosed game throughout the game. Um... I think that the defenses are going to control the game. So with that being said, I believe that the Lafayette Commodores will come out at home, the winner, 28, South Haven, 17. Again, that's 7 o'clock at William Buford Stadium here in Oxford, Mississippi. 
Starkville, 1-0, traveling to Olive Branch, which is also 1-0. 7 p.m., and if you look for the stadium, it's called Leslie Poole Stadium, also known as The Hill. The head coach there at Olive Branch is Jason Russell. First year as head coach, last coach de la Fed. Now, if you're looking for some key players, you're like, who? If you're interested in going to this game, you're like, who should I keep an eye out on as I'm watching this game for Olive Branch? Well, let me tell you. Quarterback, Brandon Wright. Running back, Traylon Oliver. A defensive back, Darren Wilson. Olive Branch lists to keep it going at home as they face a tough Yellow Jacket squad. Speaking of the Yellow Jackets, they are led by head coach Chris Jones in his fifth year, 43-11 overall. Last year, they went 7-3 overall. They finished 4-3 in Region 26A. They did not make the playoffs. Now, if you're looking for some key players in Starkville, and you're like, who should I look, look for Starkville? Well, let me tell you. Running back, Jordan Mitchell. D.E., Defensive end, Javelon, Gandy, and strong and safety, excuse me, Deshaun Lane. Starkville looks to steal a win in a tough DeSoto. Ah, excuse me. Starkville looks to steal a win in Olive Branch. My prediction for this game, I've always known Starkville to be one of those fast-paced, Tough, hard-nosed defensive teams with a good running game. Um, I think that Olive Branch will give them a fight, and it will be a four-quarter fight. In the end, Starkville takes the win, 31-28. On up the road, you will have Corinth, which is 1-1, traveling to Tupelo, which is 2-0. The game, again, 7 p.m., if you want to know where, stadium, where the stadium is, it's called Golden Wave Stadium. The head coach of the Golden, uh, of the Golden Wave is Ty Harden. He's in his second year, second and five overall. Last year they went six. Uh, excuse me, they went six and five overall last year, and they went five and two in Region One Six A. Right, to to e, e, uh, reiterate, Ty Harden is in his second year, and overall he's six and five. Some key players to look out for Tupelo. Um, you have number thirty-six, Shakarius Clayton. He's an MSU commit. Offensive tackle Isaiah Isaiah Alexander, number seventy-seven, and Silver KD Gibson, number two. Tupelo looks to stay on the winning track as they host a tough Warriors team from Corinth. The Corinth Warriors are led by head coach Justin Dye in his first year. Last year, they won for the 4A state title against, uh, I think it was Poplarville, I believe, I want to say. And if you're looking for some uh, key players out for Corinth, you have number one, Broderick Alexander. He's a receiver. Number four, Jalen Stackins. He's a cornerback. And number seven, Browner Green. He's the quarterback. Corinth looks to bounce back from a tough, tough loss against Kyle Souf last week. 
Corinth is looking to get back on the winning ways against Tupelo on tomorrow night. Corinth is a 4A team, but they play play bigger than their class. Um, they are very athletic and well coached. So, with my prediction, I'm predicting that they beat Tupelo 17-14. to Again, that game is 7 p.m. at Golden Way Stadium in Tupelo, Mississippi. The next game, Oxford Chargers. They're 2-0. Heading to Shreveport, Alabama, uh, Shreveport, Louisiana to face Ruston, Louisiana, also known as the Ruston Bearcats. 3 p.m. at the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, Louisiana. So, Charger fans, if you're traveling out, be safe. And I hope you have a great time at that game. Um, that is a Saturday night game at 3 p.m., like I re- reiterated before. The head coach for Oxford Chargers. Chris Cutcliffe, he's been there four years. He's 39 and 13 overall. He's won a state title there. And uh, they repeated with the back to back um, state uh, state runner up appearances as well. If you're at that game and you're looking to say, hmm, what does this Oxford, Mississippi team bring to the table? What key players should I look for? Well, let me tell you, number five. Alex Sanford, this young man has been wrecking offenses ever since he's been at Oxford. This young man plays middle linebacker. Number seven, Omar Harwell is a running back. And the starting quarterback is number one, Mike Michael Harvey. Oxford travels to Louisiana for a tough road test against the Bearcats, coming off an unexpected bye. Now, the rest of the Bearcats, I'm not really familiar with. I tried to gather as much information as I can on, on this team, but they're going into this game one and one. And they're led by head coach Gerard Ball. Key players to watch number one, Dylan Rowe, receiver. Number four, Jaden Osborne, quarterback. And number three, Jamarian Mays, he's play, he plays cornerback and receiver. The Bearcats looks to get the Bearcats look to get back to their winning ways against the tough Osprey squad Saturday night. Now my prediction. I don't know much about Rustin, but I know a lot about about this young Osprey High squad. They um they're some cardiac kids. They get down, but they never, but they never out. So I'm, I'm expecting the Oxford Chargers to to hold tight and win this game, 35 to 31. Now my last pick of the night regarding to high school football, my my last game that I would recommend you go to, and I, the one and one that I think would be a great game is West Point. At Nassau County. The game is again 7 o'clock at Tiger Stadium in Macon, Mississippi. The Nassau County Tigers are led by Coach Teddy Young. Key players to watch out for for the Tigers would be number one, Bernoris Cheney, he's an athlete. Number eight, Camario Taylor, he's a quarterback. Number 10, 
the carry-on dancey cornerback. And number 22, Devion Brewer. He plays corner and receiver. The Tigers look to get off to a fast start at home against a tough but talented and reloaded Green Wave squad. For the Green Wave, you have Coach Chris Chambers. If anybody knows about West Point, you know they always reload. They don't. They always. Yeah, yeah again, they always reload. They they don't. They just restock and build and keep growing every year. Key players to watch for West Point. Number one, Jamarquez Milton. He plays receiver and cornerback. Number two, Cameron Young. He plays corner quarterback and running back. Number seven, Dehamion Williams. He plays defensive end. And number four, Jaden Floyd. He plays safety. The Green Wave looked to get on the right track after sitting out two weeks with COVID protocols. They're looking to get a win against the Knoxville County Tigers. And with that being said, I predict West Point to win 35-21. to 21. Those are my high school and college picks for this week. Um, I hope you all enjoy this weekend. Go out and see some good football games this week, even those that I didn't mention. There are some great high school games around the area. Go check them young kids out and um, go support them. Um, I want to thank you for your listening ear, your support. Um, again, just just enjoy those kids and enjoy this moment watching these high school kids um, do what they love to do. And um, continue to support these kids, encourage them, and give them motivation. Don't get down on them, you know. It, football is a tough game to play, especially at this young age. So just encourage them and keep them motivated. Um, before I go, I want to shout out a local art, uh, an independent artist that I know very personally. He has a single coming out called Petty Hustling. He goes by the name of Regan Antona. And the song is featuring Young, Young and 38, produced by D-Mac. And it's dropping on Spotify and all platforms tomorrow. So, um, if you interested in listening to that, go cop that tomorrow when it drops. Again, Regan Antona, featuring Young and 38, Petty Hustling, produced by D-Mac. Shout out to It's a Problem Records. Again, thank you for your listening here and good night.